to the Hoop Collective podcast. We talk about the NBA. We're doing this on Wednesday night, and hopefully you're listening to us Thursday morning. Hopefully you immediately wake up and all the work that Troy uh, has done editing it overnight. And Andrew Hahn, you listen to it immediately on Thursday morning. Um, joining us from Boston is Jackie McMullen. Jackie, I've been studying your new um, backdrop on your new studio at your house, and I'm studying the things that are in that backdrop. Um, and I'm and? just I'm just studying it. I see books so, and Well, here's things. the thing. So this is called TV Land. None of those are my things. I have a 79-inch monitor in a room with a USB stick so, and I can change my backdrop and that is a ESPN created backdrop. And it's funny you say this because the other day I was on a show, my, my around the horn, my, my lovely around the horn, love, love all those guys. And one of the producers said his wife was watching the show with him and she's in TV. And she said, wow, Jackie has the coolest. And then she caught herself because she knew right away it was not mine. I liked it yeah. better when I was showing off my John Wall Reebok shoe. But what can I tell you? ESPN did not agree. Yeah. There you go. Yes. They, I was I was seeing whether you were going to be honest and, and admit that you um, – 100%. Yeah. I'm not. Do you think I'm Kelly Reba? I am not. I am not in the Bahamas. <laughs> I am in Westford, Massachusetts. Okay? Well, anybody who sees uh, me, especially when I'm on the jump, and they see uh, a, a beautifully lit – um, gymnasium behind me. I am definitely in the gym that's attached to my house. Uh-huh. I, you know, there's no, there's absolutely no shenanigans with that whatsoever. That is exactly what's behind me. It is yeah. not of a, a television monitor. Tim McMahon. Uh, I was done shenanigans. Shenanigans. Is that perfectly? Well, I forget. How do you pronounce that word? I don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't know. Is that, uh, that would be Waffed? a. Uh, you better be careful with what you're talking about there. The the the, the main. <laughs> okay. All right. To something totally different. It's so, uh, uh, anyway. Uh, I don't yes. have a buzz cut, so I don't know how to pronounce those things. All right. Well, On we go. On we go. we go. All right. Um, we talk about the NBA. Uh, we really wanted to talk. We really, really uh, did want to talk about basketball. Maybe we will. I don't know. I, but I'm trying to get away from this uh, – from this process, this unending process, but we just can't. Um, Woj with the story today that there's a uh, a group of players who is concerned about playing in the bubble in Orlando, and I have to say that number one, I'm not surprised that there's players who have concerns, and number two, this is why I was speaking about on the podcast we did over the weekend why I was so stunned that the players gave it the thumbs up vote or they had sort of a proxy no vote. vote. Yeah, there was no vote. Well, That's the there problem. was, there was a proxy vote by the, by the team representatives, the union reps. All right. But let me um, stop you right there. May I stop you right there? Yeah. We all have, we all have stocks and shares, right? We all, we invest our money, our hard earned ESPN money. When you get a proxy vote, what do you do with it? Exactly. But you know, this is, this Thank is my you. life. My life it will be in Orlando. You know, I, I, I need to know the players. Wait, you're going? No, God, no. But I'm saying that, you know, 
the players needed to pay attention to this. And, and I, I understand that, but you know, come on now. You've been around the league long enough. And, and I'm not even knocking the players here. They're focused on many, many other things. And it doesn't, it doesn't register. This is so true with every union and every important vote. Like in a town, when, when something happens in a town, the vote already happened. And then afterward comes the uproar. That, that's just how it always works. Wait, that was real? Oh, wait, we said we agreed to what? People find out after the fact. That's that's uh, the American way. Just or how me. many weeks without seeing our family or our special friends? Ooh. Yeah, seven weeks. I was talking about this on the last pod. Seven weeks. Um, and it, and there there are other factors. There's what's going on uh, with the the protests in our country, and there may be yeah. players who, in this particular moment in history and in time feel that their voice and their time and their focus is not should not be on a basketball court. I um I certainly would understand if that's the case. But um, awesome I would understand if that's the case. I would also argue that there would be no better platform than, you know, a, a press conference um you know with the NBA resuming its season. Like your your platform I believe honestly would be bigger uh if you're in Orlando in the bubble than it would be even if you're organizing a protest. Let me ask you this before we go on to that. that. Do you think that the NBA, and by the way, I want to be clear. I have not heard one thing and I haven't even asked about this. And I doubt the NBA has spent much time on this because there's a thousand other things that they're working on. Mm -hmm. Do you think the NBA will have the national anthem before these games? I actually was thinking about that too, because there's no crowd. Um, I don't know. So if there's no crowd, does it have the same Shop well, you're value. not going to have you're not going to have people singing it because you can't bring right. extra people into the so, bubble. So, so just follow me here. If let's, I mean, what you're getting to is, are people going to kneel? So, if they kneel, it's like if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there. If you're kneeling to an empty stadium, I think it still has the same impact. Well, it depends on if it's on television. Exactly. Well, of course. <laughs> Yeah, of course, it's going to be on. It's going to be on. If, if it isn't on television, it will get onto television in yes. some fashion. So I guess my point is, you you know, you guys are talking about social justice and all that. Tim makes a good point. You can have a great effect on that in your bubble in Orlando if you so choose. Well, the NBA in the past has encourage their players and even uh, to speak out on social issues and even relax their, their uniform rules and, um, you know, not giving the players any sort of, you know, you technically right. have to wear a shirt in the shooting line that isn't your uniform shirt would be breaking of rules and you could be fined, whatever. And they've relaxed those rules at times for, for allowing players in warmups to make statements. And certainly, um, you know, if you're looking to make a statement, you can you can do so in that moment. Um, I don't know how the broadcasts are going to go. Um, I don't know how much how the warm up's going to go, but I assume that that availability will be there. I don't even know how easy it is to be able to get to get special clothing in there. Well, if, I guess you can get ships stuff, stuff shipped to you. I don't know, but um, uh, you know, well, that's, they also have plenty of time to bring it, you know, to have it made. Yes, but things are always point. changing. Things are always changing. Sure. They're going to be in there for months. Um, the so certainly there could be some players who, and I think Matt Barnes uh, gave an interview a few days ago where he mentioned that well, he did. Yeah, you know, and you know Matt Barnes. You can say a lot of things about Matt Barnes. Um, 
he's real. Um, well, he, you he's, know, he's real, he's intelligent, and he's connected. Yes. Um, when he says something, you know, so I took that to account, but I also took to account that the players' reps had just voted to approve the plan. or They didn't vote, actually vote to approve the plan. They, they sort of voted to move forward. They still hadn't seen the whole plan yet, but over the last five days – the union has been negotiating with the with the league and they've been working on details and from what i've been told and i think Woj reported the same thing they're pretty close to to having an agreement a, a framework on this protocol so the union has been going forward with this mandate that they got from their players to let's make it put something together and 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 make a deal for orlando and the the league has been moving on and then all of a sudden we have these players but there are certain, there are going to be certain players who are going to be concerned about their health. Um, right, but but so Brian, let's go back for a second. You're talking about well, we're almost close to having a deal, but it's been at least from what I've been told over the last few days, talking to the, as many people as I've been able to, is this. Well, sure, we're on our way to a deal, but and it butts in capital letters. We still don't understand how the testing's going to work. There's still many, many details to be worked out, and well, these are the details li- they they're working out right now. No, I know, I mean. but in light of that, also, well, you know, Adam Silver had his misstep, if you will, last Thursday on TNT, talking about the older coaches and the and some of the thoughts that he had about what might happen to those older coaches, which of course caused a very serious backlash. From what I've been told, now the coaches' association is talking with the Players Association about those issues and how it might affect a player. If you're testing coaches, I don't care if you're over 70, under 70, doesn't matter. If there's underlying health issues, you don't think there's players in the NBA that have underlying health issues? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Um, Let's talk about one of the guys that Tim McMahon covers on a daily basis when the season is operating. That's James Harden. James Harden has asthma. His asthma does not hold him back as a basketball player. Right. Uh, he is an MVP. He is a spectacular player, but he has asthma. And asthma is a pre-existing condition um, that potentially puts you at higher or high risk um, in, this, in this setting. Um, the MLS Major League Soccer came out with – they are also going to be doing a uh, – their – bubble at Disney World, um, the Swan and Dolphin Hotels. Uh, Ooh, score. They, yeah. Um, and uh, they're going to be doing like a World Cup-style tournament. They're not going to play their whole season, uh, sort of a preseason tournament for 35 days starting at the end of June. And the reason I found what they announced today was their protocols interesting was because because it's in Orlando, because it's Disney World, you have to assume that the NBA is uh, going to make some of the same decisions for example the mls before we get into other stuff here the mls says if you have to go to the hospital to get an mri or you have to go to the hospital to get an x-ray or whatever for whatever reason you can come back immediately back into the bubble as long as you test negative that was a big that, that is that still is an open question for the nba but that's a big hint of what they're looking at also when the players arrive in Orlando, when they take their flights into Orlando, uh, once you have tested negative, uh, I think over 24 hours, you're allowed to start practicing. We were not sure about that, whether the NBA players were going to have to quarantine for days on end. So that's an indication. Well, one of the things that MLS said is that you are potentially deemed high risk 
and excluded from having to play if you have asthma. And um, the thing about it is, and to get to your point, Jackie, about the coaches, you can't tell somebody that they that everybody has the right to get sick. Right. And so I just talked to Mike D'Antoni, Andrew, what was it, an hour ago, hour and a half ago? I think this is the story posted, Andrew. I think it is about the fact that he's 69 years old. And based on what Adam Silver said on TNT, he's in this older coaches, you know, area where Adam was talking about maybe they weren't going to interact with their players on the bench. And Adam, of course, has since walked some of that back. But you guys know what Mike D'Antoni looks like. The dude is fitter than 90 percent of the assistant coaches who are in their 20s in the league. So to your point, Brian, because you have asthma to say you cannot compete, that's ridiculous. There are different variances of how asthma affects you. No, you but, all it could, know this. but it could if you're if you're a player with asthma, it could affect your interest level in risking your. I understand yourself. that. I understand that just if you're an older coach, it may affect your interest level, which, by the way, it does not in the case of Mike D'Antoni. But here's my point. It's just this is what's thorny about trying to make this bubble pristine there are exceptions to every single rule there are players in the league who you just named one james harden who have things that on a on a regular scale may cause problems now the other thing is if you're an older coach if you got the coronavirus you're more apt to have very serious symptoms and consequences we all know that we've been told that over and over but mike d'antoni's point was well that may be true, but don't I have the same chance of getting the coronavirus as Russell Westbrook? Don't we all have the same chance of getting the coronavirus based on our exposure in this bubble? And isn't the idea that we're in this bubble so none of us get exposed? Now, of course, there's no such thing as zero risk, but you can understand his point. I understand the point, but I, it's it's more of a practical matter of if you're looking after your health. Right. Okay, but but if you're Mike D'Antoni, you're 69 years old. I don't know what his body fat is. What do you want to guess, Tim? Seven percent, nine percent, if that. The dude is in great shape. By the way, according to Daryl Morey today, he told me his father, li- D'Antoni's dad, lived to be like about 108. Like Mike D'Antoni, just because he's 69, doesn't make him at the same risk as someone. By the way an NBA coach who's in his 40s who doesn't take care of himself. Well, and, and the thing is... It's look, age discrimination. That's well, right. And, and I, that's and why I, the NBA I, can't ban those coaches. They can't. Yeah. They and can't. It's right. The fact that, you know, look, Dan Tony has been careful. He's been sheltered at home and all that. But it's impossible to completely shelter at home. And I know he feels like he would be safer in the Orlando bubble than he is when he goes to the grocery store once every couple of weeks. Exactly. That may be true. That may be true. The only point I'm trying to make is um, if you're a player and you're a little concerned about this, it could give you pause, which is what seems to be a factor. Absolutely. But but here's the thing. They have every right to have that pause, Brian. They have every right. But here's what's complicated. If you're a player and you elect not to go, what happens to your salary? Do you not get paid for those games. If you have a pre-existing condition and you are deemed high risk and you don't go, do you get your full salary? What if you just don't feel comfortable going because of the social issues that are happening in the country? What if you just don't feel comfortable going 
because you have a child who has a pre-existing condition that you're worried about bringing back to them. Um, what if you just don't want to go? What if you just feel uncomfortable going? Do you get your salary reduced? And if and if the answer is yes, even by a dollar, what about the players who on there are on the eight teams that didn't have to go? By the way, the way this is going to work, all of the players are going to get paid, and I mean all of them. I mean even the guys whose seasons are over are going to get paid the same prorated amount as the players in the bubble. As they should. Right. So if you play, like, let me just say this, because I did an interview with Larry Nance from the Cleveland Cavaliers who has Crohn's disease. He was very concerned about potentially getting sick and was concerned about having to go into the bubble. He, it was his, his intention to play. Um, but if Larry Nance had said, look, I can't play because of my Crohn's disease, my, I'm immunosuppressed, um, he, he said that he felt that the NBA should not penalize him. And that seems reasonable. Um, so he doesn't – he is now going to keep working out in Cleveland, and, and he will prepare for next season. And he doesn't have to take the quote-unquote risk of going to Orlando, and he's still going to get – the same prorated salary as the players in the bubble. But if you if you are in if you are on a team that is going into the bubble and you don't feel like you want to play, can the NBA dock your pay? That's a real big topic here. And if the NBA can't dock your pay, will that encourage more players to not want to go, especially if they're on a team that is not thinking that they're going to make a long playoff run? Yeah. I don't know what you do about that. All fair points. Woj's story says players deciding against the Orlando resumption would not be paid for missed games, sources said. But how do they determine that? I mean, that, this is just – I tell you, the more I hear about our wonderful little bubble in the happiest place on earth, the more I'm just like – the whole thing is just fraught with peril. Well, again, I, 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 I really – I really think it was a case of if the NBA was going to resume the season, they had to put the dates in place. But that doesn't mean like they are very much figuring this out on the fly. That is clear. They yeah, had so. to, they had to put the dates in the place, but they did not have this thing, you know. And uh, I don't know if, if there's any way they could have. They did not have this thing down to the details by any. Stretch Again, of I will go back and say that why did the union have its vote last Friday? Then I don't understand that. Um, I don't understand that. Well, they've and, got a lot of financial motivation as well. But they still have, and, and they still have the union still has recourse. Of I course, mean, yes, you know, of course. And so that's the thing. So, but it just the whole feel, the whole feel of it. It's just, and we knew this would be a daunting task to get this up and running. With there was everything was never going to be all buttoned up. It's impossible. It's impossible. But wow, it just feels like. In, in a week's time, there's like a lot of short circuits in this perfectly oiled machine. Well, and there's and there's going to be more, and it's not well oiled. That's the issue. But I will say this. Like it's, I'm, being, I'm, it, it, I'm being what we call facetious. Thank you. Very good. Very good. It's basically like it's got four, you know, it's got four wheels, and they're building the cars. This thing's going about 85 miles an hour. So, but that said, like it's working so far, as far as I know, in the, the Bundesliga in Germany. Um, it's holding, you know, it's, uh, the NHL is going to be first up and the MLS will be roughly the same time and we'll see how those go. And training camps uh, in the, in the NFL are right around yeah. the corner. 
and hey, uh, baseball golf, ought to have a plan by at least like 2026, the way things are going there. Pro but golf see, is pro golf is starting this week. But you mentioned the Bundesliga, which I wasn't 100 percent sure how to say. But the Spanish, whatever the Spanish entry, the Spanish <laughs> league is, they decided, okay, well. We're going to cancel in the women's league. It's you know what? It's the virus. It, we can't take that chance. Oh, but we're going to have the men's league now. Why did you suppose they did that? You know it's why? More profitable. Than it's the other. economics. All of this is economics. That's right, Jackie. Look, there is no legitimate reason. Okay, I'll say it again so I'm clear. There is no legitimate reason why there is 22 teams. In this bubble, other than they're saving $350 million in salary. And by the way, that's not a non-significant reason. But there is no reason that the Washington Wizards and Phoenix Suns should be in here. And I'm sorry to Suns and, and uh, Wizards fans, but they are in there to add some more games to the pile so that they can they can retain a little bit more money. It does not make sense to include extra teams in this bubble. It does not make sense to play extra games. It does not make sense to spend, spend more days there with the exception of the saving of the money. And the money is important. The money is making the world go round. But any other reason that they give is, you know, well, that, public relations. Right. So let's stop, pretend, let's stop pretending then that safety is of the utmost importance. Let's, can we just give that up now? It's important. But it's, it's important, not, but it's not of the utmost importance. But I don't not. think – I just don't think the – I definitely don't think that the players understand it. And when I see fans asking questions and I see even people in the media, I don't think they quite understand the concept of what a bubble is. We just throw it around. The concept of a bubble is to have as few people in there as possible Um. So that the you lessen the risk. The whole thing is about risk management, and so any cons. You know, I see people throw out these ideas. Well, what if this? Well, what if that? And I just feel like pull my hair out. No, the idea is you're trying to you're trying to get rid of people in the bubble, not not insert people into the bubble. Don't pull out and, your hair; it's perfectly coiffed. <laughs> and and I just don't know if that basic tenant is understood. I really don't. Um, and let me just give you an example. Kyrie Irving, who is on the Players Association's executive committee, uh, says that he may go to the bubble and just be with the team. And I understand that that is a – and I, I, Jackie, I heard you on the jump this week right. compliment him for wanting to do that because – he was criticized, and in my opinion, rightly so, for not always being with the Celtics when he was injured uh, when he was in Boston. But or this just he was healthy at shoot around. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to criticize Kyrie because I don't. He's not alone here. No, Kyrie, you're not going in there because the whole point of this is to keep it to as few people as possible. And if Kevin Durant is out for the year as well. Kevin, you're not going in there either. All you're right, not going to have injured players. But in I'm going to. All right, Go but ahead. I'm going to. I'm going to stop you. So, based on what we've seen so far in the very early regime of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, what do we know about them? If they want something done, it generally happens. 
So if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you now have you're a making quandary. a commentary about the coaching scenario and the DeAndre Jordan, all sorts of things. So uh, it, it's a quandary if you're so, the, if you're the Brooklyn Nets. So let's say Kyrie Irving is hell bent on being there to support his team and to show that he's a leader. Whose place does he take? That was the question I asked on the jump. If you saw it on Monday, whose place does he take? Who does he usurp? Who gets bumped out if Kyrie Irving? gets in i want to know who that is Can the act because oh, wait, <laughs> uh, already gone dude already gone so you know what i'm saying so if in fact right that's right if you and, you get 30 you, you get 35 spots if okay he's gonna so, take up a spot so that they can't have an extra trainer okay fine or an yeah. extra what i don't know what the i mean i don't know what but the 35 people assistant coach it's not even about Kyrie. But, I don't want to make it about but, Kyrie. I know, but I'm just saying that can't you see how this could actually happen? I don't think it's crazy. I think it could actually happen. If he if he is so determined to do this, I think it's that it could happen. You know what I'm doing happen. if I'm Sean Marks? I'm calling the league office and I said, hey, we can't say no. Will you guys please make a policy that injured players who aren't going to play in games are not allowed in the bubble? Will you please do us that favor? There you go. I like Look, that. You're a problem solver today, McMahon. A very unusual again, role for you. I like it. You guys I'm are very talking. Good at getting people to do my dirty work. You yeah. guys are talking about politics. This is not. This is not no, about I, politics. It's about the safety and the integrity of the entire operation. But so we've already. Whoa, 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 we've already. See, here's the thing. I I get that, but so this this thing about the older coaches, it really bothered me. It really, really bothered me because it's so ridiculous to suggest just because you're a certain age. And I understand the metrics. I get that. There are coaches that are a little bit above, a little bit below. You know, we're talking about Pop, who's 71, Mike, who's 69, Alvin, who's 65. I think Terry Stotts is what, 62, 63? 62, Carlos, 60. Very fit, by the way, in very good shape. And so to, to arbitrarily say that to me, it, it, it blows my mind. And this is the problem with d- playing God with who belongs and who's healthy and who isn't. They're all healthy if they don't get the virus, Brian. Well, look, and that's clear. And by the way, I've criticized the players for their procedure here. Adam Silver was out of line. I know it's oh, yeah. not popular to say that Adam Silver never does anything wrong, but Adam Silver was out of line saying that on national television. He knew it, but why did he do that? You know why he did that? Because he's being advised by medical people. He's being advised by political people. It's not about basketball anymore in this instance. And I get that. You need the expert opinions of the medical community in this situation. I'm not arguing that. But let me ask you this. I'm telling you, if if they ever Greg Popovich was if Greg Popovich was your father, would you want him to go? So not with a team that ain't going to make it anyways. Well, I'll just Seriously. tell you. It's like a year and a half or two years ago, I was at I was around the Spurs for a few days for a story I was doing. Practice would end, and I was watching Pop go in there. He was he it was you know he knew he was going to be the Olympic coach. He was doing the ropes. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The ropes. I was watching him do this workout, and I was like, oh my goodness. So yes, he's 71, and and he he probably looks. You know, old, I don't know. I'll let people decide that. I don't like to judge people that way. I'm telling you, this guy's <laughs> a healthy man. Now, he had, a, he had a heart condition. 
that was repaired. What I'm trying to tell you is there are plenty of other assistant coaches, never mind head coaches, assistant coaches. Let's go up and down the staffs of the 30, well, I guess only 22 NBA teams and go up and down the staff and look at some of those 30-something, 40-something-year-old assistant coaches and tell me if they look healthy to you. My point is this. If you're going to have a medical panel, which as far as, you know, according to Adrian and Zach, we are, and they're going to go through they're going to go through a medical review every player every coach every person in that bubble i think there's a lot of people if we're going strictly on a medical point of view without any bias without any prior knowledge i think there's a lot of people that should be worried about whether they're going to get in the bubble or not not Jackie, just the 71 year old coach Jackie, i think that there's going to be players who are going to find out that they have risk conditions that they didn't even understand what risk conditions you're making my point for me but I'm what? just saying that when you talk to the epidemiologists, as I have, what they're going to say – that word either. <laughs> what they're going to say is this. They're going to say, I have the data chart right here. Good for them. Which, that shows oh. you what it is, just so you know. Right. Just so you know. that That's the data chart. Of uh, That's the tables – of the people who, what happens to people who are of a certain age when they get in? Does that mean, you know, the epide- the, the true epidemiologists, the, the, the ones who are at the top of their field, they're not issuing edicts. They're just educating people. Guidelines. I get that. And that's the difference. So here's the thing. I One of my closest friends in the world, her mom has been in a nursing home for way too long. It's a very sad story. A lovely woman who's had dementia for many, many years. She got COVID-19. She was in a nursing home, the worst place you can be. She was on a ventilator. We were like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is so sad, horrible. She's going to die alone. No one can go see her. She was on the ventilator for two days. She woke up one morning and said, I'm hungry. She's 92 years old, and she's recovered. Now, there's no metric on this earth that would tell you she could live through that. Conversely, and you've read about these cases, there are people in their 30s that are dying from this. There's no right. I mean, it's not. I know, Jackie. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, if Greg Kopovich was your dad, would you want him to go? Well, and and look. If my dad wanted to go and I knew he was healthy and I knew he was responsible and I knew it was important to him, I would say, yes, you go for it. Risk reward here. Risk reward. Okay. What is the best case scenario for the Spurs who we just found out? By the way, Spurs are pretty good at keeping secrets since the surgery was like six weeks ago. We just found out LaMarcus Aldridge had surgery. He's not He's not playing. What's the best possible case scenario for the Spurs? Like, they probably don't even qualify for a play-in tournament. Let's say they somehow get in a play-in tournament or the play-in little series, beat the Grizz. So, like, maybe they can get swept by the Lakers? That's like, not the point, though. That's not the point. risk-reward. Mike I know, but if you're if you're that the Rockets can get hot and be a legitimate contender, I There's agree. With no them. possible way you look at the Spurs and say they've got a chance in hell of doing okay. any kind of damage realistically. But if you're Greg Popovich, are you going to tell your team, you know what, guys, we don't have a shot, and I'm 71, so I'm going to sit this one out? Are you for real, right? You know what? You know what? You know what I tell them? I say, you know what? I've got you know obvious reasons to be concerned about being in the bubble. And I think this would be a great opportunity for Tim Duncan and Becky Hammond to get, um, you know, head coaching experience or co-head coaching experience. And fellas, they're in charge. Good luck to you. So let me, 
So let me be clear on this. What you're saying is if you're old and your team has no shot, you shouldn't do it. But if you're old and your team has a shot, go for it. I just want to be clear because that's what I'm hearing. I'm saying, I'm saying that if it was me and I'm in that situation, risk reward, risk reward factors into decisions all the time. I don't think, I don't think that's going on all of them. So if it was me, I might be more willing to take the risk if I felt like I had a legitimate chance to win a championship than I would be if I felt like we're going to be there seven weeks and go home as the 10th place team in the Western Conference. I don't or know. 12th, 11th, whatever the hell they are. It's just, I know, I mean, I just can't, I don't, I want to speak for Pop because he hasn't said a word about this. In fact, I called Tom James tonight, this the great Spurs PR man, just to make sure I hadn't missed any statement from Pop or any um, speculation regarding Pop and what he's thinking, and there has been none. So I'm not speaking for Pop, but I know Pop, and I, I just can't imagine him ever taking that stance. I just can't, I can't fathom it. I just can't. So, you know, the other thing that is an issue is, you know, there are players who have wives and girlfriends who are pregnant. Now, not not every uh, birth is, is uh, planned out this way, but, you know, sometimes players, when they're trying to have children, they say, hey, let's, let's try to aim for the off-season. Um, uh, well, guess what? The off-season ended up becoming the in-season. But there are there are a handful of players I think that have that, and so one of the one of the questions is if you leave the bubble, can you come back? And that could be one of the reasons why some players are concerned about this as well. And it's a pretty, you know, the birth of a child is a pretty gigantic thing, and um, you don't want to miss it. So, you know, that is also a factor um, in this as well. But and a very fair uh, one. Very fair one. Yeah. And um, so all of these things are, you know, we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to adjust. As, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. When that document does come out and it's going to be over 100 pages and what have you, like, it is not the be all end all, as we're already seeing. It is going to be a living, breathing thing. And, uh, but, I, but I honestly believe. I honestly believe if they are able to establish this bubble, if they're able to get everybody in healthy, you know, they're going to be watching this so closely um, that I think it's probably going to be a relatively safe place to be. Of course, it can't be 100 percent safe. Right. There's no such Um, thing. Yep. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's a risk, though. It's a risk. And and are people willing to take the risk? And if players aren't willing to take the risk. I mean, I think if the if the league decides to dock their pay, I think that's another lawsuit that's coming down the pike. Yeah, one of the reasons that they're doing this so so just to be clear again, you know I like to live in the real world. One of the reasons they're looking at having a medical panel review a all the people going into the bubbles medical records and advising certain people whether they have high risks risk factors or not is to avoid being sued. You know, I have no idea what they're going to make everybody sign when they go into the bubble. Um, But it's not that the NBA wants to be the big bad wolf that says, no, 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 you're over 65, don't come in here. It's the lawyers 
who are saying if you bring these people in here and they contract a virus and die or contract a virus and are affected for the rest of their lives, you are opening yourself up to a lawsuit. I mean, that's another part of this is, you know, I don't think in his heart of hearts, Adam Silver doesn't want Greg Popovich in the bubble. Adam of Silver, course, lawyer. He but right, right. But the, the lawyer part of him realizes if the tragedy happens, they don't want to be on the hook for a $50 million lawsuit. I mean, that's just the reality. It's, no, I, I understand that, but, but here's the other reality, okay? By saying what he said on TNT, according to Warren Legary, he has already jeopardized Warren Mike Legary, Warren Legary, who is Mike D'Antoni's age. And I believe Alan Gentry's as well. And by saying what he said, and he, the, the way Lauren said it to me in the story that we posted tonight was this. I, Adam, you know, he and Adam exchanged texts after Adam's comments on TNT. And, Warren, and you know, Adam said, okay, you know, he, he kind of conceded I might have erred and I might have gone a little too far. I got ahead of myself, whatever, however you want to um, present that. And Warren said, Adam, I appreciate you walking your comments back. But you can't make people unhear what they've already said. Okay? You can't make people unhear what you've already said. And what Warren's point was, Mike D'Antoni at the end of this season is a free agent. He doesn't have a contract. And now you've suggested, because of his age, that we have to look at him differently, especially in the face of this pandemic. And I'm telling you right now, if Mike D'Antoni gets does not re up with Houston, I think you're gonna you're gonna see litigation. Legary <laughs> is legendary. Yeah, he's a pit bull. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, meanwhile, he has, I, he has I, a point. He has a point. I know. Meanwhile, Warren Legary, he's the guy who invented the Vegas Summer League, probably would have been happy to host the NBA in Vegas um, for this bubble. But um, way, Warren's in Costa Rica right now. So don't feel too bad for Warren. I know he, he I think he owns a, uh, he does. a, a hotel. I think he owns there. a, I think he owns a hotel there. He does. Uh, He's got business there. Business has been good to him. Um, but uh, look, this is just part of this whole thing. It's, and it's exhausting. And I really, really, really wish we could talk about how the Clippers uh, depth is going to help them going up against the Lakers in this thing. And we will get to that eventually. But today we're dealing with the idea that there could be a swath of players. that says, I'm not going. It's just so, this is just one of those things where you just, you know, it's hard to make everybody happy all the time. That's a, that's a fact of life. But here you have players over here saying, I want to go play in this, uh, in this, I feel it's unfair that our team has been just, dis- dis- you know, not included. You got players over here saying, I don't want to go. And the other players saying, let's go. Why, why aren't we playing already? You know, and you're just not going to make them all happy. And there's going to be some unfairness to it. And there's going to be some this. And you just hope that whatever comes out, we get good basketball that's healthy for the league and that nobody gets sick. That's all you can hope for. And gosh, it's such a walking over glass to get there. And I wish it wasn't. I really wish it wasn't. I really wish we could move on. But it's not life right now. It's well, the other and the, and the other problem is the Florida numbers – are starting to go up again. The numbers are in many different places. McMahon, stay quarantined. Yeah. Texas yeah, is. I hear you. See, our numbers, our numbers yeah, are dropping. I have the internet. Our numbers are <laughs> dropping, but we're still in only phase two here in Massachusetts, where there, we're not. I haven't been in a retail store in Massachusetts yet. 
uh, outdoor seating just started at restaurants. You cannot dine in at any restaurants in Massachusetts still. And I have a niece who was in South Carolina who was dancing and and out, you know, at a at a, a bar having a drink. Yeah. She's of legal age, and now their numbers are going up again. It's an uncertain time. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm good. I'm good with takeout. <laughs> and lean cuisines. Although, man, I've been I've had an empty freezer for a while now. You know what, Tim? I wish I could make you some lasagna and or chicken parm and hey, mail it, and mail it to you. I cooked tonight. What'd you I had make? Mac- macaroni and cheese. That doesn't count. <laughs> I it's put not. jalapenos in there. Oh, all right. You get all right. You're winning me over. If you if you put a little creme fraiche on top, you'd have me. Okay. I don't know what that is. All right. I know. That's uh, the best part. That's the best part about it. <laughs> all right. Well, before we go. Um, just want to thank everybody for for listening, downloading, subscribing, reviewing, all that good stuff. And please don't forget to check out our other NBA podcasts, The Low Post and The Woj Pod. Um, please stay healthy. Um, I know. And safe. Uh, we've lost focus a little bit. Um, I'm worried. Uh, but I'm always worried. Thank you to <laughs> That's to why Troy. we love Brian. Thank That's you to Troy and Andrew. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thank you.